0: Who's this? The James oh, on your back. <laughs> Sorry, we are live. James, how are you, brother? I'm real good. How you doing? I'm good, man. You know, uh, we can. I can certainly edit stuff out of this, but I am literally impromptu ambushing you into a Kistorian Brothers podcast uh, overview, West Coast uh, comedic overview. Of your kiss experience, and naturally, you know I have a pr- whole preamble here to introduce you. But if you're not in the mood, we can do this some other time, of course.
1: Sure, yeah. Can you hear me all right?
0: I can hear you great.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm ready. Let's do it.
0: All right, awesome. So I recently interviewed uh, Bruce Kulick, and uh, you know, naturally, my next step was to find a comedian. Bruce is the
1: wolf, right? He was dressed like a wolf or a badger?
0: Don't be an asshole. He never never had to wear the makeup, okay? But you saw him live. We'll get back to that. I have James Grace on the line, who's a behind the scenes cat uh, in the comedic business. Uh, You know, a thespian, not a lesbian, but a thespian from early on uh, who, who worked with such folks as Chris Farley and Tina Fey and, uh, Dave Keckner and Amy Poehler and tons of other people behind the scenes I'm sure I'm missing. And, uh, I know you can down a, uh, a full, uh, a full mug of, uh, uh, Log Cabin. Uh, no, that's actually, those guys, that was
1: actually Jay and those guys drinking the
0: syrup. Right, right. But anyway, uh, James and I have known each other forever. And, and, uh, I think it's fair to say that you might agree that um, my approach to KISS, even though I'm a fan, you know that I, I'm i not entirely serious. And you've been a nice sort of ballast point on that through the years by sending me uh, various KISS-related items. But my favorite thing when we were young was that you would take KISS songs that I like and like adapt them to Broadway, like, lick it up, lick it up. It's only right now. Yes. But, but much more in tune. Yes. I did. Right, right. No, but you're a better singer than me. And um, so I don't know where to start except to say, um, you know, I think we only went to one concert together. Is that right?
1: That is correct. It was Paul Stanley's birthday. It was, uh, I think it was February. It was up in Milwaukee. Yes. we were unmasked at that point. Yes. You and I went in full makeup.
0: Um, no, I did not ever. I've never face painted, so that's where it, you're. That's where you're gonna step off.
1: No, wait a minute. I, I did it by myself, Dave. I know that I went as Jean, and you went as Paul. If you want to act like you didn't, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I want to act like I didn't. Okay. I, but what I what I liked is that you know that was that they had the tears are falling that year, and, and Paul had the uh, the pink long gloves on. And of course, it just, it and pink and purple, they actually, they were purple. It really tied in nicely to your Prince affliction.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I, I mean the Prince,
0: for sure. But you, you're, you're, you were determined to embarrass me, even though you're kind of a macho guy, you're trying to put me in a hard spot there in Milwaukee, as I recall.
1: Well, I, I, I think I, I threw my uh, shirt on stage towards
0: gene, and then he just kicked it out of the way. Um, did that really happen? I thought we were in the mezzanine. Did we get close? We got down close, yeah. Tell me all about it, dude. It's a fucking blur to me, man. Give me your kiss. Give me... You know what I mean? There's no other reason to talk to you except for that, and then, of course, I'll take my fucking lumps after this. But just yeah. take me through that evening, would you?
1: So we we did go up, and I, um, I feel like Richie went with us. I'm pretty sure he yeah, did. Yeah, it was you, me, and Richie. Uh, and we, we did put on makeup, and we did stop at the Mars Cheese Castle, and they were all like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and we got up to Milwaukee. Um, the opening band was like Spider or... Something. Did you say I mean, Spider? Maybe. That How about Wasp? Wasp,
0: maybe. Or, or Trickster?
1: Yeah, it was some kind of uh, insect and um, but they were horrible, and then, this is great, we started playing, and we kind of made our way down, and we got down to the front, uh, and again, no makeup. make up, they're not, uh, <laughs> he was throwing guitar picks out, no uh, bass picks, <laughs> there's a difference, and then, uh when I threw my shirt, I
0: Sorry, James, I switched phones. Uh, that's right. What happened?
1: I threw my my shirt on stage in the in heat of the moment,
0: and he like looked at it in disgust and like picked it off. Uh, James, I swear to God, I have no recollection of any of that. I just remember you making fun of Paul, like you know, during his raps, like rapping back at him, and a lot of people sort of looking at us.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's probably true.
0: Did that happen?
1: I'm sure, that happened. I mean, I would have made fun of Ace, but he wasn't in the band at that point because he's
0: got the best voice. Well, of course, of course. So, you know, as a comedian, or, you know, you've been a fan of music your whole life, so, you know, I'm not ex- telling you, expecting you to say Kiss is the best band of all time, but how do you process Kiss in the grand scheme of rock and roll? Well, to me, Kiss is uh, in
1: a whole different realm because you and I became... Well, we were sworn enemies our freshman year because we were at different schools, and then we became best buds sophomore year when we started playing football together. And literally, you educated me on KISS because every time I come to your house, you forced me to listen to each of their solo albums and the live album, and anything you had, you forced me to listen to. And you'd you'd always make it like, like there was something great coming, and then you'd like hit on the drums what was happening on it, like, like? It was, oh wait, here, this, this
0: part, this part, and it was always, you know. It, like, it is fleeting. Hey, by the way, I just want to say right now, the good news is because you're doing this, yeah. I will never engage you on Kiss again.
1: I, I love Kiss actually because of you. I love Kiss. But uh, so
0: when, when, like, when you send me your goopy videos with your family riding in the car and you're singing along to Rock and Roll all Night or Lick It Up. <laughs>
1: I think of you immediately like you really like shoved the whole the good the bad the ugliest kiss and you never were when something wasn't good you weren't like trying to say it was you know you were very uh honest in that way way. and uh, like you know one of my favorites like uh, legitimate favorite songs is I Still Love You mainly because of the memory of hearing it during a rainstorm we were driving as you always drove the car and I always drove shotgun and it was just very imprinted on me um, that song and that, that moment in high school and that kind of <laughs> it was great. Um, but I, I mean, I, I enjoy this. I think there's some, some great songs. I, you know, uh, <laughs> I, they're not my all-time favorite band, but I I don't have any bad uh, or hard feelings.
0: Or now, now, so living in LA, you you could see Gene at the Starbucks. Does that happen?
1: I've never seen Gene. I've seen Mr. T. I've Mr. T. That. Yeah. I,
0: cool. I yeah. thought he lived in Lake Forest.
1: Used to live in Lake Forest, yeah. And then he started cutting down all the trees and they were like, you to find him and he said, oh, okay, then I'll just start busting up all my nieces and nephews to school. And they're like, cut away. Cut away. Just to see. Um,
0: so are you aware of current history? What's going on?
1: Um, I'm not. I, I really wanted to go see them play one... Um,
0: Halloween, maybe like in 96. That was the last time I was re- like... Yeah, that was the reunion tour. And I must say, if you were in Chicago, being at that show, every musician in Chicago was there. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, I'm sure. Three Rows Away was like, you know, Billy Corgan and, you know, everybody was pretty much there. So it has its influence. But, um, but then this summer we got to go to the Ace Show and I'd love you to... If you could get closer to your phone...
1: Yeah, because
0: I'm—I uh, would love to hear your, you know, your impressions of, of Ace's show as well as your imitations, which I think are excellent.
1: Well, I thought there was some really good things, and he, he brought in some younger guys that could kind of, you know, keep the energy going. But he was great, and he seemed to really be having a good time. Like that made me happy to see him, even though we were in the middle of um, foreign country in Illinois. It really made me happy to see him seem to be so
0: happy
1: now and
0: <laughs> Hey, so so I don't know if you've seen the moniker for the Kistorian Brothers, but it's it's the picture from um, the, from the Dress to Kill album, but um, it's just it's just Peter and Ace, and we're dressed as Chicago Cubs. Peter is a catcher.
1: Oh yeah, 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 I think I've seen that. Right. A, right, so our, I, I guess
0: we took a we took a little bit of a a waxing tonight, and I'm worried that the Marlins have really nothing to lose, whereas the Cubs it's sort of this old guard of guys who got them to the World Series. You know, who you know they did okay against the White Sox last week, but I'm starting to think that the Marlins are a team of destiny.
1: Well. I mean, uh, nobody wants to talk about Bartman and that whole thing. But, you know, she, Darvish is, is, you know, in the running for the Cy Young. And uh, I'm hoping he's going to pitch a great game. And I'm hoping some bats are going to start happening. But really, I, I, I thought we were starting to warm up against the, the White Sox. But who knows? I mean, everything could be over tomorrow, or we could have another one on Friday. If,
0: Well, so listen, James, I'm willing to do something special for you. You know, on game seven of the World Series, I had been sitting on this uh, uh, large, um, it sounds ridiculous, uh, large uh, crystal that I found in my apartment when I moved in on this upper shelf in my closet. And for some reason, during the course of the World Series, I decided I needed to deliver that crystal to Harry's statue. So on on game seven, I did just that, right? And there were all these apples and stuff there. I went there at seven in the morning in the rain because I felt like if they didn't win and I didn't deliver it, I'd only have myself to blame. And what I'm suggesting to you is, I mean, if you pan forward, let's say we're in the World Series this year, right? Yes. Do you not think that Cub Nation will surround the field even if they can't get in? Of course. So I was thinking for tomorrow's game, if I went down there with some sort of really irresistible ploy, I might get into the park. Uh, maybe. I mean, it, it, everything's possible, and it's always worth a shot. What, what would you go with, James, if it was just you? Um, my my grandfather died on this day. Uh. 40 years ago when the Cubs won the World Series and I need to be at this game, let me in.
1: I would, I would say that uh, my whole family died in a car crash driving to get to that game, I was the only survivor.
0: Right, and I'm here right now and you've got to let me in for the for the sake of the family. Right. And the karma. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to throw my family under the bus to get in. Cause you know there's like 100 people at the game, right? And it's family and friends, right? Right. Yeah, they're all scattered and just that. People who can afford to sit
1: up on the rooftop. Uh, well, like, I'm
0: thinking if you got 50 bucks, 100 bucks on you, and you just show up at the back door there and kind of like play it cool. Do you think you might be able to get in there? No, you
1: you might, you might not. I don't know. But you know what? I was thinking uh, last time we went, remember we went to that bar and kind of hung out? I, I certainly
0: remember, and I have something to tell you about that, but that's off the books. Sure.
1: But I was watching, you know that show Bar Rescue? Yeah. They rescued
0: that bar. The bar we were in? Yeah, the bar we were in. You know what, and that guy was sitting out front like cheap beer, cheap beer, cheap fries, whatever. That guy, that fat guy was sitting out there, that's the owner.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy,
0: huh? Oh, uh, dude, that was hilarious. That You know what? I was so relieved that it wasn't me who bought the tickets and it went sideways. And you and I went to the Cubs game. This is how great Cubs nation is. That you didn't need, we didn't need to be at the game. We were in Cub nation. We were were basically, you know, carousing within the vicinity of the game. And we got in like the second half of the seventh inning, right? Yep. Yep. That's America. Then I
1: went up to the, is the bar that I love, the one that we looked at and see um, John Hancock and all that. Got a beer, and then I just went and sat up there. And then we won. Got to be there for the Go Cubs go. I mean, me, and the night before that, we went to Rose's for some blues. So, like, you took pick some blues like that, the blue led in the Imperials, and you take some Cubs, and that throws my soul up 100%. The dash, I
0: can well, dude, it's an easy menu to hit. You know, it's like you're here, and I don't even go and do that stuff on my own time. I should. Yeah, you should. Well, I hope you're doing great, brother. I love you. This is kind of goopy, but you know, if it's half decent, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking post it because the kiss the major kiss site called Kiss Asylum, which is the number one fan site, posts all my ridiculous podcasts. Well, I mean, why wouldn't
1: they? Your your history with the band and the members and all that is. You know clearly it's, it's, it's so long and like I said Dave, like really that's what I remember most is going to your room and your house, my fluff and you would pop on side one of Peter Chris's solo album and you gotta hear this song, this
0: song you know? I feel bad for a lot of my friends I feel like a lot of them deserve some sort of Kiss reparations like I don't know if that's in Kiss's budget at this time but there should be a reparations fund where people get like like couple thousand dollars out of nowhere like you know we know you've suffered
1: <laughs> you know, to be honest i really i am glad for it all i have no 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 feelings about it. I, I i'm so happy that i had that experience with you and
0: um
1: you know i actually i saw paul stanley one time at the hollywood was and one of the yeah you know he looked pretty rough but that's, that's what our that makeup will do after all those years, I guess.
0: But. Well, that was the advantage of, like, they always complain about having to hide from everybody, but the fact is you could look like death warmed over and I throw do. a kitty cat mask on and you look pretty good.
1: Eeyow.
0: Right? Uh, James, I love you, buddy.
1: Love you too, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Take care yourself. Hey, rock and roll. Thank you.
0: All right. Bye-bye. See ya.